Welcome to the SDGs and Me podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss key matters relating to the involvement of young people in the sustainable development goals and share resources on how to lead successful change in communities. My name is Grace Nekesa Waswa, founder of the Jana Tupo Initiative, and we're here to transform Africa one young person at a time. Hi everyone, welcome to SDGs and Me podcast. I'm your host Grace Nakesawaswa, founder of Vijana Tupa Initiative and a girl that is ready to transform Africa, one young person at a time. By now we've already established that we, the youth, are the change that we've been waiting for, the change that... um. I mean, the change is within the power of our minds, the power of our togetherness, the power of our hands, the power of our innovativeness. And um, that really is the basis of today's topic. The SDGs and Me campaign really is to push young people and to um, help young people, give them resources on how to start social impact projects in their communities, how to engage with people um, in their communities in terms of bringing um, social and economical change. And most of all, how young people can be participants in the transformation of Africa and in the achievement of the sustainable development goals. Today's topic is starting your social impact project. Starting your social impact project um, is a topic that is very close to my heart, majorly because I have been able to engage with different young people who um, are so eager to start projects in their communities. They have identified um, specific needs and specific issues that they feel that they really, really need to do, um, you know, to do something so that they can be able to solve those problems. Now, Starting is not the easiest thing. And I know it's cliche. Uh, you know, there's this cliche statement, just start, just start. And I, I to some extent, I, I agree with it. Uh, but to some extent, I don't agree with it. And you will find out why um, as we go along in today's episode. One of the greatest challenges that young people face when starting social impact projects is where exactly to start. Um, in this episode, I will share lessons that I have gathered throughout the years and lessons I have learned from different thought leaders in the sector and um, things I have captured along the way. The very first thing I can advise somebody that wants to start a social impact project is first of all identifying what the problem is. When you actually understand that you are solving a social impact i mean a social problem um having a deeper understanding that this is a, actually a social problem that has been existing for a very long time um so they're actually roots and they're actually branches and 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 that have delivered this and stems that have delivered this specific problem Look at it like a tree. 
I don't know if you've been to a forest or a natural reserve, or maybe there are trees around, or if you're living in the village or um, in a semi-urban place, there might be trees around you. Um, and there are those trees that have grown and they're so big. Um, you know, they are huge trees with very large stems um, and the roots have been able to spread all over um, to a certain, you know, there are trees that the roots have actually spread all over to um, a kilometer. Yeah, they have really, really spread over because they have been existing in those areas for very, very many years. They were planted there, seeds were spread there, and so they have been able to establish a very firm foundation um, in those places. And many a times that many people do not want to get rid of these trees. One, they're very attached to these trees. Sometimes the trees could be detrimental to them. Mm -hmm. The trees could be harming them in, a, in some sort of way. The trees could be causing a challenge maybe uh, in as much as it serves as a comfort to them, but the tree could also be causing a challenge to 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 their to their lives in some sort of way. Not that trees are bad; trees are absolutely amazing, awesome, yeah. Um, but I'm just using this um kind of um story, quote unquote story, to let you understand um social problems. Social problems are deeply rooted in things that sometimes we don't understand. Some of them have just surfaced. Some of them um, have been present for 50 plus years. Some of them have been present for two years. Yeah. Um, let's say like COVID-19, um, I mean, the health crisis, health problems have been present for a while. But the issue of COVID-19 um, has been present for like two, 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 two to three years. Yeah. So what exactly am I saying? Before you start your project, before you start that community project, ask yourself, what is this problem I'm solving? Um, I have noticed that young people, I mean, I have noticed that in my community, there is an issue about um, poor um, quality in education. Why does it exist? What is the root of this? What has led to this? And one, you can look at it in, in, in two ways. What is the root of this? What caused this actually? And what has it resulted to? What has the poor education resulted to? Has it resulted to... Um, um, children and, and young people uh you know going into the job market without the necessary skills or has it resulted to poor decision making among educators poor decision making about people that have actually learned what has it resulted to so that's the very first thing what problem am i solving um how does that problem exist what is the root um how how well is it rooted in this community and the good thing and and the good thing about doing this is that you're able to understand this problem in a different dimension how do you understand it how do you actually um go through the process of understanding what exactly the problem is start by interviewing people in your community very brief interviews there are people that have existed in your communities for a very very long time yeah 
including your parents maybe uh including uh your teachers you know including the chiefs and and the different community leaders that have existed in that place it is very very important in engaging these people because you get to understand the problem at uh, from a different perspective remember what we're trying to do is to come up with solutions that are actually sustainable and are actually going to um impact the society in a positive way so if you're wondering how exactly do i understand the root of this problem do a short interview um ask the people around you you know if if you're shy to do an interview maybe create a google form and 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 share it around with people that are in your community so that they can be able to also um giving their insight and 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 their contribution in terms of what and where exactly this problem came from that first point has i think has captured um my sub points for point one <laughs> the first sub point was what the problem is what's the problem you're solving and what 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 are the objectives uh, the other sub point was um do you really understand the depth of the problem and and, and i've said um the first sub point has re- has as well captured that point the other things that you need to ask yourself um is who is it affecting who is it affecting if you are solving poverty you're trying to solve poverty sdg one no poverty you want to ask yourself poverty among women or poverty among men or poverty among youth poverty who is it affecting this gives you um a very good starting point in terms of knowing who exactly you're going to approach and approaching these people according to sorry according to their needs and finally where do these people stay what's their location what's their geographical location is it just a small community around you or is it in around and is it around some other place is it in another county but of course um the very first thing is always looking finding solutions for people that are around you if you're running to solve a problem for people that are not even in your you know the, the proximity is questionable um that's it's probably not going to create a lot of impact but um uh that is not limited to what i've just said <laughs> maybe there are some projects that have been able to um succeed even when the distance from the solution giver is 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 quite big yeah so let's go to the next point what resources do you have resources are key key factors key additions key things they're really 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 the they kind of form the pillars of your project you know when you're building a house um you there these columns columns if you've been able to um if I, I grew up in a place where my my family was involved in a lot of real estate um so when you're building a house there are things called columns columns they kind of keep the the house and the the, the whole structure very firm you know that that building would would not easily crumble you'd see there are so many houses that that fall you know they, they it's not even fall wrong english <laughs> but um you see that a house was very well built and uh you know the outer structure is absolutely 
amazing, beautiful. But in two or three years, the whole structure is on the ground. What happened? There was a problem in the building. And one of the major problems that many constructors or many people in that area do, one of the major wrong things that they do is not put columns um, in the building. We've seen so many buildings that have, you You will be able to notice um, if a building did, was not, um, there were no columns that were put in that building. So before we get into um, building and construction, I'm not very well. Um, I'm not a very good expert in that. So let's not go there. <laughs> but um, talking about resources, and I've said I'm equating them to columns that are uh, that put the whole the house together. Resources are such as that. These are people, money, mm -hmm. uh, partnerships, volunteers, different stakeholders that will enable your project and will keep your project sustainable. You need to be able to ask yourself that. And you don't have to have a million dollars or, you know, 10,000 shillings, a lot of money to start a project. You really, really don't have to have all that money. A project can be about um, picking up trash in your community. You have seen that there's a problem about a garbage collection and you just want to solve this problem because it is clearly affecting um one just the presentation of your whole community how your community looks and tr and two it's affecting and polluting the environment in very very many ways the resources you will need maybe for the situation are volunteers yeah because you will not need money to pick up a paper a piece of paper really no you will need volunteers. So sitting down and assessing who exactly will I need? Will I need monetary resources? Or maybe will I need partnerships? Who are the partners that will come in to help you? And maybe I will need people. Yeah. Maybe I will need the help of the community. Yeah. So sit down and assess that. And you will be able to um, uh, run your project um, for, 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 for quite some time if you have the right resources. And my final point is um, a rather different one from the first two. And um, I would like you to really, really um, reflect upon this point. I would like you to reflect upon this point because um, it's something that many young change makers do not do. And I don't know where the idea, where, where the idea of not doing this came from, honestly. Yeah. Before you start that community project, that social impact project, that SDG-related or, um, you know, SDG-related problem, you need to ask yourself, will I make, will I make greater impact starting the project or will I make greater impact joining an existing program, pro project with the same values and same mission, um, seeking to do the same thing that I want to do? Let me surprise you. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of youth organizations around the world in our country, Kenya, in Africa, every day. Okay, I'm not done research or data, but I, I am certain that every day or every two days or every three days, there's a young person starting something. There is nothing wrong about starting something. As a matter of fact, I started something. I started Vijana Tupo Initiative. Yeah. There are many young people starting things every single day. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start. And they do start. 
Now, wouldn't it be better if instead of starting, you join hands with people that are doing the same things? And by joining hands, you share your expertise. Okay, that's my hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, let's just not talk about that. Mm. Wouldn't it better? Wouldn't it be better? Um if you actually join hands and forces with people that are actually doing the same thing that you want to start doing because with your expertise with your knowledge with your willingness with your passion you will be able to contribute so much to this organization and to the people they are trying to create solutions for and yes, I know our 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 SDGs and Me campaign is really rooted in helping young people start SDG projects and community projects. But I'm inviting you to rethink this. It would be very, very helpful and it will be such a great thing to join with people um, who are doing the same thing and you are going to create greater impact. You're going to create greater impact. We know these problems. We understand these problems. We sometimes even feel these problems because we have been present um, during their existence. For some of us, we have actually felt these problems because they have affected us in all ways possible. Unemployment is affecting many young people. Yeah. Currently, we have seen the rise um, in, 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 in teenage pregnancies. We have seen the rise in children dropping out of school because of lack of school fees. So we relate with these problems. And that is not the issue. That is absolutely not the issue. It is, in fact, a very, very good thing. But the problem comes in whereby... In our moments of passion and in our moments of um, sympathy sometimes, empathy sometimes, we um, rush into starting community projects, starting initiatives, and starting all these incredible, beautiful projects. And um, we forget that there are existing organizations that can actually help us, mm -hmm. help us solve these problems. Um, help us reach a wider audience and help us actually impact the lives of thousands of, and thousands of people who are affected by this problem. There's a quote by Mother Teresa um, that says, I can do things you cannot do. You cannot do, you, let me start again. There's a quote by uh, Mother Teresa <laughs> that um, says, I can do things you cannot. You can do things that I cannot. But together we can do great things. Take a moment to reflect on that before you start your community project. If there's somebody or there's an organization that is actually good, that has a good accountability measures, that has a good management system, that is actually a good organization impacting the society, you can join forces and you can join forces and help people in your community. Your brains, your thoughts, your ideas, your innovativeness will be such a great contribution to these organizations. And most importantly, you're going to impact 
a bigger number of people, a larger audience, um, if you actually join forces to transform your community. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure talking to you today about starting your social impact project. These are topics that are very, very personal to me because I wish I knew some of these things before I started Vichana Tipo Initiative. But oh well, here we are. I have learned a lot and I am sharing and passing the same to you. Join the SDGs and Me campaign if you've not yet joined the SDGs and Me campaign because y'all, we have so many, so not so many, so little years left. Um, and even connected to the SDGs and Me campaign, there is the Agenda 2063 of the African Union, the countries in Africa. We also want to transform um, Africa in our own way. We want to be an independent Africa, yeah? independent and very reliable Africa as well. So if you can join in and participate in the SDGs and May campaign by one, talking about the SDGs to your community, even on your, 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 your community can also be your WhatsApp status. Your WhatsApp status um, by um, talking about SDGs to your friends, by sharing a poster on SDG, or, you know, on SDGs and maybe we'll be providing that in a few um, in a few days where you can add your photo and say, I'm joining the SDGs and May campaign. I'm pledging to do this and this. We will transform Africa. We will transform the world if we join forces. Thank you so much for listening to me. Please do share this with your friends and your networks and see you next time.